Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast, presents episode 808, Riff Raff, recorded live on January 13th, 2022. Hello everyone, welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. And I am Godzilla T. And we are here without Haas tonight. He has some family stuff that he's taking care of. But uh, we're here. It is going to be a little bit of a random show tonight because, uh, one, I don't have anything prepared because it has been a slam of a week for me. And the last podcast didn't even release by the time that we're recording this, so I'm behind on that too. And I am exhausted because I've been up late helping Bobby get his last achievements for the 360 game. So I'm just peachy right now. How about you, GT? I'm crazy. Oh my. That sounds like claptrap almost. <laughs> that, that, that voice filter. Anyway, uh, I'm good. I actually intended to get online and try to help people get achievements, but I get home and I, I, it was really hard to get off the couch. I feel you there. They've been running me pretty hard this week so far. I come home and my legs are like jello. <laughs> I bet. Do you have a lot of the people coming in because of cold and snow and that kind of stuff? Or is it just? No, they're just nuts. Okay. Nuts and bolts. I, you know, it's the same. It's the same reason. I, I, I don't understand this. I, I really don't understand this. Okay. Especially last year. Last year, like half the country was off work. Okay. Like not bringing in a paycheck. Right. Because, you know, pandemic. Yep. We set record sales every month last year. People were home. Gotta get stuff done. <laughs> I just, I don't mean just broke them by a little bit, you know, 50, 60, $100,000. We smashed them. As in, we will never achieve those numbers again. Smashed. That's either impressive, or I guess it is impressive, but also very odd. Well, the other thing you have to keep in mind is the company I work for, they market to people that are not working on their daily driver vehicle. Oh, so this is their restoration vehicle or their, oh, you know, this is their grandpa's vehicle. They're just trying to keep alive or, you know, this is their, you know, their weekend cruiser. So kind of like antique. Older cars. Well, they're classic trucks. Okay. Yeah. As Laird said, hobby car. Okay. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We do get people that come in and they buy parts for their daily drivers. Sure. But you don't come in in the middle of a pandemic, (laughs) order $10,000 worth of parts for your daily driver. No. It just, it baffles me to no end. And... I mean, even now, 
yes, things are a lot better, but I just, it really, it's really weird. I mean, you bring, you bring up an interesting point because like, okay, people have free time. So I guess those with the disposable income to do that, they're going to hop on that because they got nothing better to do. Yeah. It's, it's just odd. <laughs> sure. No, I, get I mean, that. just I get really that. odd. I mean, heck, we started having construction done on our house in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> Granted, we were both still working, but. Yeah. I mean, if I'd got laid off from my job, which thankfully when this whole mess started, I was in a necessary job determined by the, you know, wonderful government because, you know, they're smart. Anyway, if I'd have got laid off, the last thing I'd be doing is dragging my project truck out working on it. Hmm. Okay. No, it's already hard to find parts layered. Because we can't get them out. Of, we can't get them out of Taiwan. Oh, <laughs> it's not a joke. Oh, it is the truth. I, okay, uh, I, we we just can't get them from there to here in a timely fashion, at least. Interesting. At the beginning of November, we got we paid extra to get a rush on containers, and they brought eighteen containers. On one Saturday. Okay. Okay. They can, when we're fully staffed, they can do about five containers a week. Okay. Empty them, put them away, and, you know, everything where it belongs. Right. So they walk in Monday morning to find 18 of them sitting there. And they give you three days to empty them and get them back. Get them back, or as they in charge like, you rent on the container. Get them back, as in like they come back three days later. Call the shipping company and tell them to come and get their container. Okay, so it's not like you have. Okay, still three days is not a not a lot of time. No, and they're they're. I'm assuming they're full size shipping containers. Yeah, they're forty foot shipping containers, not the big ones. That's a lot of merchandise footers. to move. Yeah. So now we have, we had 18 containers. We had to get them unloaded as quickly as possible. So it takes, it takes longer to put the parts up than it does to get them off the container. So you right, have so to you stick them somewhere. Place to pile them. Yeah. Yeah. So basically for a while, one end of our warehouse was solid parts. You couldn't go up and down the aisles. Oh my gosh. Was it just like pallets upon pallets of stuff? Not stat. No, not stacked. Okay. But they were lining all of the rows. Keep in mind, each row is only about, let's see, it's probably about two skids wide. So, you know, standard skids is uh, four foot by four foot. So, each aisle is only about eight. Yeah. Each aisle is about seven, eight feet wide. Got it. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, I mean, some of them, some of them aren't even that wide. They're just wide enough to get the forklift down with a pallet on it. Okay. Uh, they had all the rows lined with skids of product or pallets of product to the point where when they had to pull parts for shipping orders, they'd have to move 10 or 20 pallets to get to oh, the parts. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yikes. Some of, I mean, some of them, it was just the orders were delayed because we had to get the product out of the way before we could even attempt to pull the order. Were the, the was the shipment just like delayed and it all just came in at once or was it really just? Well, yeah. Like, have you, have you had a, seen a picture of the California coast lately? Not lately. I mean, it's, I remember the last time I, I heard about it, it was. Yeah. Well, it's eight, still a parking August? lot. August? Except for now we have the opposite problem. Well, kind of. Now the problem is they're getting the stuff off the docks. Yeah, but I can't get out. Empty containers are coming back, filling them back up. Yikes. That's so that's weird, man. International shipping, gotta love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I hadn't really thought about that as far as how it impacts like your your job. Yeah, that's that's Oh, weird. and by the way, if anybody complains about shipping prices, especially anything that comes from overseas, I want to give you a hint. Container shipping was about $2,000 a container. It is now approximately $25,000 a container. So if you see your shipping go up, you know why. Jeez. And that doesn't that doesn't cut that doesn't cut that doesn't cover any import taxes, insurance. That is just to get the container from A to B. Wow, that is crazy. Just probably a stupid question, but is and because I, I haven't looked into this lately at all. But is that just because there aren't enough workers due to COVID, or is that it's because there's not enough containers and demands are so high? Okay. Honestly, the biggest problem, don't get me wrong, the worker situation is a huge problem. Sure. There are a bunch of people out there either not willing to work or milking the system. Anybody that says they can't find a job isn't looking. Or isn't really letting themselves. If anybody says they cannot find a job, they are not looking. Or they're being picky. I can... I know of at least 20 places within three miles of my house that can't find anybody to take a job. Our Taco Bell at at the corner of our, before we get onto our highway, has had like a a hiring sign up for almost two years at this point because of. Well, our local, uh, well, we've got a local uh, gas station chain called Quick Trip. I'm sure everybody's probably heard of it. QT. Guess what their part-time pay is now? Now, for select positions, not across the board. I'm guessing less than minimum wage. Nineteen twenty-three an hour, and they cannot find help. Oh, more than minimum wage. Significantly more than minimum wage. That's interesting. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, even work a trip, probably work not a quick trip at you know, work at a gas station. I don't care whose it is. It's a crappy job. Oh, sure. Because I mean, think about you've been in line, you've you've seen the customers. You've there's listened to the customers ones. complain about the stupidest stuff. There there are some crazy ones, and it's like you're taking it out on the person that has no control over what you're complaining about. Exactly. It's like really? And you know, like I said, I I <laughs> I, I thought about it for about seven seconds because that pay would be a significant jump over what I get paid now. 
I can't do it. <laughs> well, and to your point, for some of these people, it's one of those things. Like, I guess if if they're really scrapped for money, take the job. Keep looking for other jobs that, that you want. But like I said, if I if I'd have been laid off, I would have found a job somewhere. Sure, doing sure. something might not be exactly what you want, but it's still something. Yeah, because I can't not have a job. <laughs> How about we talk about some Halo? Uh, we can. Other than, uh, you know, the uh, crappy state of our shipping. <laughs> I mean, not too much has gone on other than uh, we mentioned last week, the legacy Halo 360 multiplayer matchmaking is going by the wayside. Today was the last day. Looking at Did Twitter, you watch any of the final streams? No, I helped Bobby last night get his final Halo 3 achievements, and then I went to bed. Yeah? So how many what times did you screw up his perfection first? Just once. You saw that, huh, did you? Yes. It's right there on Discord. I mean, it's hard to miss. Oh, did he share it on Discord? I haven't been on Discord at all today. He hadn't sh- shared the video, but he commented about he it. mentioned on it? Okay. Yeah. But just joking around, I was... Like shooting where I was, so he could come and try to get perfection. Then I randomly just started throwing grenades at some. I don't know why, but I just stuck him in the face. I'm like, okay, I guess I will not throw stickies <laughs> again. Trying to go for perfection, so that was funny. I did record well, it good. from my POV. Granted, it's going to be 320p because it's a POV of four screens. <laughs> um, but we did that. We managed to get him. On Halo 4, Halo Reach, and Halo 3 done. We did Halo Reach on Sunday and Monday. We did Halo 4 on Tuesday. And then we did Halo 3 last night. And actually, for all of his FFA ones, he was so high level that I couldn't match up with them because they were like level 26, 31, 34. So I was too low to actually help them. But Bobby managed to get all of his achievements for all those. The only ones he doesn't have is three of them in Halo 2 Vista. Unfortunately. Yeah, I've got three in Halo 2 Vista as well. I was, well, I, I, I haven't yet to be able to install. I haven't been able to install it, and get it running for three years now. It just, I cannot get it to work. I've tried it on multiple operating systems. I've tried it on multiple computers. I just, it's always the live service that screws it up. Even on, like using Project Cartographer, you can't get it working? Oh, a Project Cartographer works fine, but you oh, can't okay. get achievements oh, okay. on that. Gotcha. I mean, gotcha. the OG Halo 2 Vista. I mean, I I even spun up VMs just to try to get there's it to a, work. Yeah, there's a specific order that you have to do that in, which I'm sure you probably tried. I, I tried, well, there's really, it's only two orders. You either install the game first or you install the live services first. So. I Whenever I had to reinstall it, I would always install the game first and then install the live update, then the game update, then the live update. Yeah. So that, that was my process for reinstalling Halo 2 Vista. I tried it multiple ways and I just never could get it to work. Uh, and that kind of irritates me because I now can never, never get the rest of those achievements. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. I I can. I've got all the. I've got all the 
regular Halo achievements, so I'm good with that. Yep. And that works. I am so, so glad I'm- I finished up Halo 3 before <laughs> Reach launched. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, man. Oh, it was a grind. Oh, I'm sure the FFA ones are a pain. I was grinding that so hard because I wanted that done before Reach started. Makes sense. The and yeah, the FFA ones are the ones I had uh, had left. So I spent a lot of time in FFA. And keep in mind that I hate the way the weapons work in Halo Three, like the aiming or or just like the uh, the hits all of it thing, <laughs> all, all of, of it. it. <laughs> when it comes to bullets coming out of the end of the gun. I hate it. <laughs> I just never could figure out Halo 3. And I tried. Yeah, that lead, that could, lead with the BR is, is something, man. I just never could figure. And the funny thing is, in campaign, I didn't have any problems. But whenever I get into multiplayer, I just could not get it right. It's that network delay. Whereas, like, campaign is, like, there's yeah. obviously no delay. Like I said, delay, I just, whenever I was in matchmaking, I just, I, even to the, this day, even with the updated aiming, I still can't hit Halo 3. <laughs> I mean, all yep. you have to do is watch our MCC game nights when a Halo 3 map comes up. Yeah, I tank. M- MCC, I've got the aim, like, with how they've updated the aiming to more match the rest of the games, it's gotten a lot better for me, personally. Yeah, I still can't do it. Have you checked to see if that if the modern aiming, you actually, you actually have that set up for Halo 3? Yeah, I have it set up for all the games. Okay, just just curious. And Pins with 10 gifted subs. There's that checkbox on my bingo card. Thank you, Pins. Uh, pins. Hey, Panda, it's late for you. Welcome, welcome. Tonight, tonight's a, a play bingo card night, too, because we're just kind of shooting on the side. Pins gets more than five subscriptions. Yep. Got that one. Damn it. I can't get bingo. I don't think you I can get a bingo tonight butter. I, I need the podcast numbers evenly divided by five. I've got that one. I don't have that. I do not have that. We'll, 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 we'll drop some other things throughout the podcast, see who gets a bingo. You need to come up with some kind of prize if someone actually gets a bingo and can take a screenshot of it. I don't know if that would encourage cheating or not. Well, I mean, we're here. We can verify that it, what happens. Well, I mean, you could just have like four or five different cards up and <laughs> just try to get one. You like a, a buy well, I mean, or you, when you play bingo for real, you usually play, you know, you multiple, multiple cards. cards. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not against the rules. True. Very true. Hey, Panda, thanks for dropping on by. Appreciate the birthday wishes. See you on Sunday. Hopefully your PC doesn't die. <laughs> Again, oh, he's he's Not fainted. Good. He's fainted three times already in our campaign. Two of them by friendly fire. Really? Yes, we have a malicious little bunny in our D and D campaign. Really? Yeah, I, I can't imagine that. <laughs> it's no ordinary rabbit. Anyways, thanks, pins for gifted subs to G. Lewis Turo V two. Don't recognize that one. Funky Laird. Dusk Sander, Frogbutts, Pandas, Alice Pieces, Hayden, and Bograt. So thank you, Pins, for all that. 
<laughs> journey to get cheese. Yeah. Panda's character is on a journey to find cheese. Cheese! It's very weird. I don't have the VOD up, but in case anyone that's listening to the podcast is curious, and this counts as a tangent on the bingo card, I, I host a D&D campaign with uh, some other folks that I've met through through DJ, and it happens on Sundays at, we start around 3.30 to 4 Eastern, and it is set in typical kind of medieval, kind of like the old English time type frame stuff, typical dragons, orcs, elves, all that kind of typical D&D stuff. And we got eight uh, PCs involved. And then uh, for those who know Ace, he's helping me kind of co-DM the game since I am a newbie DM. This is my third time ever doing anything D&D related, and I am DMing this campaign. So it's very interesting. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next session. Uh, my personal stream, Twitch stream, if anyone's interested in that. Uh, what else Halo-wise has gone on? We'll, we'll probably do a podcast next week, because Haas did mention before he got called into f- uh, familial duties that he wanted to have a retrospective on the Legacy game. So next week we'll probably do kind of what we talked about, maybe do a, a podcast that will split up into three, talk about Halo 3, Halo Reach, and Halo 4, just kind of taking a look back at those games what they were like to play when they first came out, how they la- left an impact on the franchise, and all that goodness. Might see if we can pull in some other community folks. Definitely want to get Silver in if he's available to jump on, kind of get his perspective on things, especially since we were using his server to help get achievements for me, GT, Bobby, and the few others that actually joined us to get those achievements. Thank you, Panda. Appreciate it. Go to bed. Go get some sleep. See you this weekend. Thanks for dropping by. Uh, what else happened in Halo? Oh, they're releasing a patch for Big Team soon, ish. Ish. <laughs> yeah. Sketch and Uni went on the Twitter this week and said that a lot of the staff are starting to trickle back in from the holidays. Uh, as I mentioned on the last podcast, which for those listening on Twitch isn't out yet. Hopefully, out this weekend after I actually get some sleep tonight. They were off pretty much shortly after they launched the game, which probably not the best idea to launch a game and then go on leave right after. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to know whose idea it was to launch the game in December. Uh, somewhere in the Xbox marketing had to have decided that that was the release window. Like Microsoft, just overall, why do you schedule first party titles to release within a month of when you go on holiday for a month? Who made that decision? Yeah, I, I get the holiday sales and whatnot, weeks. but really, I mean, you're you're really shooting yourselves in the foot for your first party titles when you release the game. It's like, okay, game's out. All those day one, week <laughs> one bugs and issues. Yeah, that's that's yeah. And population on Halo Infinite's dropped. Not surprising. Well, I you know I when they when the game launched, I knew it was going to drop. I mean, it always does, but I mean, this, this well, drop yeah, was. I knew, well, I would. I knew it was going to drop a because we don't have Forge. B, we don't have co-op. Yep. You know, those are two big draws, and the you know the standard max making wasn't going to keep the keep it populated for very long, especially since they released a very truncated matchmaking. Yeah, it's 
they, just been really bad. Uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to be negative Nancy, but they screwed up. In, in in some ways, yeah. I mean, I I will still say kudos to them for not trying to push. I'm not I'm not saying that they didn't work their butts off. Yeah, but things that are missing should have been some of the first things they were working on when it when they started working on the multiplayer side. I get it that they had a lot on their plate. I mean, they it's, really, it's really just hard to say, I guess, more or less. Designed their, you know, they designed a new engine. Yeah. The co-op part, from what I understand, is part of the engine. Well, the whole open world aspect definitely draws a lot of changes to that, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that it was an easy task. It's just there are things that should have been higher on the priority list than they actually were. And we're never going to know what that priority list is. I no. Mean, it'd, be, it'd be nice to we know won't. that. Like, well, hey. of course we know what the priority list was. What we got what we got when the game launched. That was the priority list. Well, then there's now, where the everything else of, fell on the priority list, we won't know that. Well, and then there's the other question of, okay, for the like battle pass and customization system, how much of that was actually studio-driven versus Xbox? Oh, it was 100% driven by Microsoft. So Microsoft told them, this is what we want. Put it in the game. Yeah, let's piss off our fans. It, And you know, I'm not saying that having the store is a bad thing. Having this store is not a good thing. No. No, it's, it's not. There are There have been several people that have made videos about the store. And they all have at least one or two good points in their uh, videos. The part where you can earn credits by playing, I can see, but it would have to be such a small amount that you would earn. And that, and I'm just I'm comparing this with Destiny because this is the experience I have. S- Destiny does have an in-game currency system that will allow you to purchase stuff out of their store at no cost to you other than you grinding out their in-game currency. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it trickles in unless you play a lot of destiny. But I mean, at that point it's like you're putting in the effort. It's kind of recognizing, Hey, you've right. put this time in, but give you something you can use. There is something. There's another side to that in the store. There's also, Items that are not available for in-game currency. They're only available for real cash. Okay. Well, the purchased currency. Sure. Why can't they just put $5.99 on it and just call it that? <laughs> Makes things now, so much easier if you, if you did. Well, I can, I can kind of understand the having a separate currency for purchases because then... They only have to display one currency instead of. That's true. That's true. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dollars, pounds. Yeah. Yen, whatever. So yep, okay. that, that I'm okay yeah. with. But, okay, we have Destiny's Eververse, which is their store. And we've got the Halo store. In Destiny's store, you have random items that'll come up that you can buy with the in-game currency that you earn. And it is random. 
what you get. And the prices for the random items are kind of expensive. Okay. For the amount of in-game currency you can generate as a average player. The stuff that you purchase is not cheap, but it's not as expensive as what Halo does. I think that's one of the big problems or gripes. When you buy something in Destiny, you'll buy an armor set. You can buy armor pieces if you want, but you can buy the whole set. And it's the whole set is a better value than buying the individual pieces. You can buy shaders, which is their their version of armor coatings. Okay. You can buy different emblems for your ghosts, you which are equate to the emblems that you can buy in our in uh, the Halo store. But the pricing is just way way different because in the halo store you get a piece of armor and then you and then you get five emblems for you know for your weapons for your warthog for your wasp for your tank the as far as the emblems you buy you get one emblem and you can apply it to everything there's no individual emblems for individual pieces you buy the emblem now, as far as the game side is, they can have it set up to where you know each individual piece has an emblem, but yeah, when you buy it, one. you get one emblem and it unlocks it, it for everywhere. everything. Yep. Two, the armor coatings need to be universal. Period. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I've heard. I, I mean this this stuff that colors or armor coatings are locked to cores. No, that is just flat greed. Yeah, that that was a little stupid. The fact that you can't mix and, match, mix and match your armor is also greed. There is no reason to lock people into specific cores because that actually discourages them from buying other armor. Because they'll find something, they'll find something they like, and they'll stick with it. And their whole thing of wanting to have. Like a reach light customization system, they've completely. They haven't even gotten close to reach light nope. customization. And that, I think that's a prime example of where you see Microsoft having influence on the development mm-hmm. of the game that the devs didn't want to do. Yeah. I, honestly, the pricing, people are buying it up anyway. I, you know, I don't care what you say about the pricing, they're making money hand over fist on that. Because people are just lapping it up. I'm curious the how stuff much it that, is. Uh, I'm sure it's. I'm sure I mean, it's. There, there's apparently enough to boost the winnings for the first HCS land event. Yeah. By 100 grand. I'm, I'm not saying that they've paid for the game yet, but uh, I'm sh- pretty sure they're doing pretty good on it. Which is interesting because the I mean, a lot of the community up in arms about base, how expensive things are. <laughs> yeah. The player base that the game is targeting, they spend money on that stuff. Yeah. They're not exactly concerned with cost. I mean, at this point, it's going to be the like the folks that... And it seems like just kind of, I guess, the more dedicated Halo fans seem to have a problem with it. But 
you have your just well, it is generic gamer. This come game in and buy was this not stuff. designed. The store was not designed for a classic Halo player. Period. I mean, there's even some newer Halo players that aren't a fan of the system. I'm not saying it's a good system. It was not designed for people that know Halo. Right. That have played previous games. Right. Or have, you know, were watching the game as it came up for the last 20 years. It is not for us. It wasn't designed for us. Yep. Because if it was designed for us, it wouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah. But and eventually is, those those casual players, they're going to leave. Yeah, the the deal is is you'll lose a casual player and you'll pick up three more. Uh I mean there there's there we'll see. The populate the rotation of people is going to continue for several years. It's going to be a while before Infinite becomes a game that just gets put by the wayside. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's gone free. that way pretty quick because of like no content. Well, it's, yeah, it seems that way. The fact, well, the biggest problem right now is Big Team Battle's broken. Yeah, that's a huge. If huge, huge Big problem. Team Battle hadn't been broken, the population wouldn't have fell off as much. Oh, I agree. It would still fall off. Don't get me wrong. And whenever new content is announced and released, the population is going to swell again. And some of the people, some of the players will stay for just that content. Once they consume that content, they'll go back to a different game. You know, they'll go play apex or they'll go play battlefield or they'll go play call of duty. I said duty. Oh, anyway. <laughs> uh, yes, you did. How dare you? <laughs> these days, there is no loyalty to a game. A sizable chunk of the people that play games have a very short attention span. They play through the content of the game, and then they move to a different game. That's why Game Pass is so popular. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, Gamefly. That's what made them so popular. People could play a game, they got bored with it, they send it back, get another one. I'm just, it's... It's interest. It's going to be interesting to see how quickly it falls off with n- no content here pretty soon. Like I said, they're going to have to continue to develop content to keep the game going. Yeah, but we already know that they've got content in the works. Yeah, but not for another five months. Well, no big content, but they can still. We we have no idea game types for sure. They are working on other game types. We have no idea when they're going to release them for sure. You know, they could release, they could give us a couple of new game types here in another month and a half. It could. That would certainly help. It could. Some, something new. Uh, it could be six months. Before, long it could be another six months before we see them. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to do something. And right now, the biggest problem is fixing big team. Fixing big team will help and it will draw people back in, but not like they were there before. Yeah, because people that play that were playing big team, a lot of them probably don't even pay attention to the Halo Twitter to say, hey, it's fixed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of word of just, mouth. Yeah. But to anybody that is a Halo fan, this game was when it came when it comes to the store, it just was not built for you. It's, it's just not sad. because we are not where the money is. 
we're old, grumpy, set in our way. <laughs> you know, we want everything. You know, we want to be able to unlock everything just by playing the game. Yeah, we've, Which, been, ex- we've yeah, been exposed great to so system. many different things within the Halo franchise that we be picking and choosing what things that we know have been staples in the game, and now they completely <coughs> back turn on something that they said they were going to do, and it's like, really, you, you did this, but like I said, when it comes to the stuff that's missing out of Halo, it's the stuff that they said they were going to do, and said that would be included in the game. And is not right. Like co-op that should been at, since it was promised, it should have been at the top of the list. Because it it was, it was already promised. You already went public and said the game will have this. That's didn't say it would have it right up there. They didn't say they would have it at launch. <laughs> no, I, I know they didn't say it would have it at launch, but you know, and they know that everybody expected it to be there. Yes. So that's one thing that really should have been there to begin with. There was no reason to cut that out. That was promised before. I understand that they were developing this through a pandemic and the finishing touches. I can understand like the problems that people had with the E3 trailer how we had, we got Craig, we had the janky movement of the phantom. We had, you know, the, the pop in of clouds Mm -hmm. that, okay, fine. That I can attribute to the pandemic. They just bit bit off a lot more than they could chew with the new engine, I think. And the other stuff should have been addressed first. The, the, I just, I can understand the the textures and stuff being delayed because of co- because of COVID. The other stuff should have been pretty much finalized before COVID. There's a lot of rudimentary stuff that's just not there, and it just seems that there's a lot of things that they wanted to focus on, making sure that it was going to work. Like campaign at its core, like you want at least the single player campaign to work, so. Co-op's going to be something that gets put to the wayside. Same for multiplayer. You want multiplayer to work. You don't get forage. You don't get the limited number of maps and modes. I mean, to some degree, I get it that you want the core to work. And I I applaud them for for taking those lashes and making sure that the game is at least stable for the most part. Minus our big team battle matchmaking issues. Yeah. I have no complaints about the performance of the game or what we got. I mean, what we got is what we got. The multiplayer stuff, it's fun. I mean, multiplayer is fun. I, I do enjoy it. It's taken some getting used to because things do feel different. I it's had to new. play around with my settings. Yep. Campaign's great. I have no complaints about campaign. But the to hang so much of your trying to think how to put this. The campaign is not going to pay for the game. The amount of money they have invested in developing a new engine, developing multiplayer, developing campaign campaigns, not going to pay for the game. They're relying on this microtransaction system to pay for the game. Well, the majority of Halo players were campaign players. It's still not going to pay for six years of development. But the $60 price tag, yeah, they're going to be dipping into shared Xbox 
money, probably. Yeah. The game... And we're speculating here, The game folks. from or the very we beginning... We don't have any inside knowledge, but we're just kind of speculating no, we don't. on things. Just, just, just the a game, disclaimer out there. Yeah. Don't take our... Don't take what we're saying for the gospel. This is just kind of our theory crafting. Because, you know, we're... Don't have anything to talk about. That's a good title for the podcast. I'm going to steal that. Theory... Theory craft. <laughs> Twice in a month? Anyway. Hey, I mean, if you got the good ideas, I... Can take them right. They were not <laughs> planning on the campaign making the game profitable. They were counting on multiplayer to make the game profitable. Yep. You know, you oh, can see microtransactions. Yeah. They suck. And I have, like I said, you know, even in Halo 5, the only thing, the only things that I bought were things that A, were cheap. And things that couldn't unlock with breakpoints. Right. Like the like Voices, the voices of, War, of War, pack. War Pack. Yep. Yeah. It was what, six bucks? Something like that? Something like that, sure. Six or ten bucks, something like that? Yeah. And like one voice in the Microsoft store was like twenty for one voice? For infinite? Yeah. I mean to Cannon's point in our chat. People are spending the money. They're not going to change it. If yeah, they're spending, spending the money. money. Like, you know, we tell everybody to vote with their wallets, but they're voting with their wallets because yeah. they're <laughs> they're raking it in. <laughs> it's, it's it's all the commoners that are screwing us over right now, as far as the store goes. Well, we're we we are not the market that the game was is for. But that market's got to change. Like maybe they're just taking advantage of the initial upswing, but that I mean those commoners leave. If there's not things to keep them playing. Like I said, they got to, you know, they do have to continue to add, but there's yep. always going to be set. There's always going to be someone new picking up Halo because it's free. Somebody's going to be browsing the free tile in or free list in steam. Say, Oh, this looks good. Boom. Mm-hmm. Install. I mean, I just, how I- many free mobile games? They don't do anything. But I mean, there's the point that the game is free, but then like, I guess how much money do you spend on store stuff in addition to that? I mean, look at any mobile game. Now, seriously, look at any mobile game. Like, you know, any of the, like the Candy Crush things or Bejeweled or anything. You do the same thing level after level after level. And the only thing changes is the shape of the level. It's still sure. the same game, just sure. over and over again. And people play it for weeks an hour. I mean, playing versus paying is different, though. No, they pay. They pay for boosts. They pay for special candies. They pay for this. Yeah. They pay for that. Yeah, Pens, you're right. All the whales. All the whales yeah, out there. I mean, I'm not saying you can't play those games without spending money. You can play Halo without spending money. You're just not going to get anything. I'm just kind of reiterating the fact that you have to think of the audience overall of who's playing the game. And I think that audience just might change. Like if there's not going to be any content for six months, I, I would be very curious to see how much of that income starts to, to fall and drift. And I mean, we were, we're well, not going to know the hardcore gets, players like, are going to leave too. If there's no content, 
the hardcore players are going to leave as well. To some extent. I mean, <laughs> look at past Halos. I mean, I mean that's, the population that, I mean, that's, falls off over time. And then that's why we need Forge. We need, yes, we need to get everything that we were promised. And then we need to make sure that the there is a healthy list of game types to play. Which, what they have now is better. Don't get me wrong. It is a big improvement over just having the four game types. It's nice to actually have to scroll down to see all the game types. <laughs> sure. They need to fix BTB, priority one. That will help sustain the population because that's the big social playlist. Yep. That's the thing that's hurting right now. There's just... I really hope that we get more content in the next six months. I mean, I understand that co-op and forge are going to take a while, but they need to do something in between to keep people interested. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing there's some maps that were in development that aren't out yet that they could, they could throw in there. Yeah. And you know, honestly, they should, you know, when it comes to the multiplayer, really, I think they should outsource the maps. Bring certain affinity in. They've made great Halo maps before. Yeah. Actually, they may have been part of it. I can't remember if I remember seeing their name in the credits or not. I think I did, but. And I understand that there's probably limitations because the engine was constantly changing as they updated the engine. But I don't. For multiplayer, I just don't see six years being required. You know, I can understand the engine overhaul to handle the open world. And the way they built the campaign. Right. The multiplayer side of it, I just, I don't see anything in multiplayer that to me says do engine. I mean, Hmm. in the physical playing of multiplayer, not the customization, not, well, maybe the bots, but that would be about it. I mean, I think it's just more underlying functionality because there's, I mean, there's still a core of the original engine in Halo to give it that Halo feel. Yes. It's just been updated and... Basically, all I'm saying is I don't see... When I look at multiplayer, I don't see any big leaps and bounds and changes that, I I should say, justify six years. Campaign, definitely. I mean, look what we got for campaign. I mean, part of that's that's co-development with mm -hmm. campaign because it's got to match up. Right. I just... I really don't see how they could be that far behind on developing game modes and or multiplayer maps. I mean, we we can only speculate. We can only speculate. And we'll never know. They'll never release that information. So, you know, all we can do is speculate. And we're, I, I definitely ain't qualified. <laughs> right. So, you know, I'm speaking more from, you know, LA person's, perception of the game well and and to that effect also as a a halo fan Mm -hmm. which i think everyone that's listening to us is probably most likely in the same boat as us and if if you're new to the podcast and you're not then we definitely like to hear your side of of what you think of how the customization system works and the costs out there with how expensive things are at least from our perspective like I said, when they announced that jaded. it was <laughs> yeah, in our thinking, a little bit. 
you know, I knew when they made the announcement free to play multiplayer that this game was not designed for was not targeted towards the classic Halo player. I'm not saying they didn't design some elements in it for the classic Halo player. I mean, I think a lot of people were expecting at least some kind of a microtransaction store like they have. They just it didn't it wasn't going to be so locked and restricted and expensive. Like I, I don't think. Well, what I what I expected was basically put a price tag on Reach's customization. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people were thinking. It was it that's was what be. I expected. Yeah, you have a tier in the pat. Well, like Destiny. They have a battle pass, like many other games. Yep. They have a paid tier and a free tier. The free tier, you get something every 10 levels. For the first few levels, you get basically junk. Until sure. you get into like the second half of the, the battle pass, then you start getting, you know, pieces of armor and some other weapon good. and you know, some other stuff. But you have the free tier and you have the paid tier. The paid tier is 10 bucks. And that gives you everything in the battle pass. Well, Microsoft, in their infinite wisdom, <laughs> decided to have three tiers. You have the free tier. You have the battle pass. Then you have the premium battle pass. And then you have stuff on top so of that. You, you go free, 10 bucks, 30 bucks. Okay, the $30 one needs to go away, and it needs to be $10. You need to have the free, and you need to have the pay, especially with the prices you've got in the store. I think the prices is what's driving everybody crazy for the most. Would, yeah, honestly, the store prices would hurt me so bad if they didn't charge me 30 bucks for the Battle Pass. Well, and what the joke was out there, like what, last month, that it was $20 for a, a color, and that was, that was yeah. pretty much it? Twenty dollars uh-huh. for a color. Twenty dollars. Yes, I'm, I'm not saying it. You know, no, it was twenty dollars for blue. Yeah, twenty dollars for blue, for light blue. Yeah, it's it, know, it, colors, it just seems a little extra. You know the colors, dollar ninety nine, and you unlock the color. And you can apply it to any armor you want. Yeah, like color should and be the color. You should have I the color. We were gonna get. You know, that's why I was kind of, well, I was holding out my opinion of the armor coatings mm-hmm. until we got the final system. Right. Yep. And now that it's With here. the current system, give me back my three colors. Either that or make them cheaper. And when you unlock a color, it's available for any armor core you have. I mean, or that vehicle, makes the most or sense. weapon, or anything. I mean, I'd be okay with maybe splitting up, okay, you have the color coding for vehicles separate for the color coding for armor, but... No, if you buy... If you no, buy I'm just coding, saying I'd be okay if they were split. No, it, I, if you buy a color, it needs to unlock for everything. That's like buying multiple copies of the same emblem. You buy an emblem, it should unlock for everything. I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just saying, like, if they had to split it, I'd be okay if, if like, that yeah, was the level I'm of splitting. I'm not even going to give them that. Okay, okay. Fair enough. When it, when, it come, when it comes to stuff like that, no. Same with vehicle skins. You buy a vehicle skin, it unlocks for all vehicles, not just one. Makes the most sense. 
when you buy an armor package, you get all the armor, especially at the prices they charge. And you can mix and match those armors. And we need to be able to mix and match the armor. Because that's what made Reach so cool. Yeah. That's what made Reach... That what that's what made Reach's customization system the best of all the Halos. Yep. Is the fact that we could mix and mix and match forty different sets of armor. And we even got a glimpse in that in Halo Three with being able to mix and match some of the pieces. Like you can mix and mm-hmm. match your legs with chest and arms and helmet. Yeah. I mean, it's only four things, but you can still mix and match. And there was yes. There is there is a decent amount of uniqueness just with how limited Halo 3's customization was. Yeah. It's just they were saying that we were free to express ourselves. Not in this system. Not with what you gave us. Nope. Not in this system. You're telling me I can only with this armor core, I can only wear this helmet, I can only wear these arms, I can only wear these legs, I can only wear these knee pads, and I can only be this color. No. <laughs> right. That is not giving me the freedom to be who I want to be. Yep. Yep. We've been on this tangent long enough. Taking up half the podcast. That's just <laughs> our thoughts on the store. Yes. And we're just we two get, old I'm old Halo jaded guys. <laughs> just old and grumpy. Yeah. Hopefully there'll be some changes made to the store. Because I think I certainly hope so. You know, I'm not opposed to the store. I'm not either. Just the I'm current not, implementation needs a lot of work and overhaul. What I'm opinion. opposed to is mainly the lack of customization. Maybe I want to have a Mark IV helmet on a Mark VII chest with Mark VI legs. And, you know, I don't and they, care. And they said that's what we were going to get a year ago. No. They said, if you liked Reach's customization, you'll love infinite okay so they didn't say that they didn't say that verbatim but that was heavily implied right they said if we liked what we could do in reach we're gonna love infinite well we are not even where we could we're not even to the point where we were in reach yeah we can't even match reach right now so they fell short yeah they certainly did i mean like right now i'm still rocking the basic spartan People are buying emblems on eBay. Stuff. Oh my gosh, it really is that bad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No end in sight. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm with you, Dusk. It's yeah. That's not changing anytime soon. I mean, Microsoft is making money on it, or they it would already been changed. Well, if I'm, the well, game so, launched, so- if the game launched and nobody spent any money in the store. It would have already been changed. But I mean, I think people were going to spend that initial amount of money anyway. So my, I'm really curious to see how long it can keep up that way. Like, I'm curious to see, does that spending trend go and dip down to a point where they will have to make a change in order to actually keep selling things? Like, I'm, and we're not going to know that. Yeah, the people that are buying things are not the people that opened the store and said, wow, that's expensive. I'll buy it anyway. Anybody that has a problem with the pricing in the store or what you get from the store buy has anything. not bought anything. Yeah, just they don't did buy not, anything. They haven't bought anything. 
The only thing I bought was the premium battle pass because I wanted to give the battle pass a chance. I wanted to see what it was, what it was all about, how they had it all set up. And that's the only way you could do it is to buy the whole pass. Mm-hmm. When I saw it was 30 bucks, I'm like, okay, you'll get me once, but right. that's going to be it. Right. And then to see how they laid out the pass, I'm like, I think I got duped. Well, and I don't even think past the first season of Battle Pass, if any, there's even going to be any free stuff for the next Battle Pass because it's, from what I remember in their little Vidoc about Battle Passes, the first one is free. They didn't say anything about having any free kind of Battle Pass tier for subsequent Well, technically, seasons. the first Battle Pass wasn't free. Well, there were free items, though. There were free items, but the Battle Pass itself was not free. Right, so I'm I'm wondering if there's even going to be free items for next for the next season. I imagine they will still have a free tier, but you're probably only going to get like XP boosts, things that you can't use. Maybe late in the past you might get a you know they might spread out a set of armor in there. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, right now about the only thing I'm really rocking towards is George's armor. And then that'll be pretty, pretty much it for me. I mean, I'll and then get, I won't be able to be gray anymore because gray won't work on his armor. I'm sure I'll get Mark six or Mark seven. And that'll be it. I mean, I have not with the current implementation implementation of the customization. I don't see myself tinkering with it a lot. It's like in destiny, you can tinker all you want. You can make yourself look like whatever you want. The only thing I ever looked at is the stats on the armor. I don't care what it looked like because that's all that mattered. Okay. So, I mean, the armor does nothing for you in infinite. So what do I care? That's just what our, us old halo cronies are thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I hope there's some changes made, but I'm not holding my breath. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what, what's going to happen. Curious to see what happens. You know, time will tell, but like I said, I'm yeah. I'm just not holding my breath for any major changes in content and or pricing. Time will tell. Time will be the tale. Now I do see some changes, possibly with the whole armor core lockdown thing. I see possibly that changing. I've been so out of touch over the last couple of weeks, but. But even that is still a real maybe. So, yeah, I was gonna say we beat um, we beat that horse to we beat that horse till it was dead. We we did, <laughs> we did. <laughs> I didn't think we'd have a lot to talk about in the podcast tonight, but we 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 hit our hour mark. Yeah, we certainly did. So, what are you looking forward to for twenty twenty two? Twenty twenty two. Are we keeping this Halo specific, or are we just saying? I, I don't care. Well, I guess I'll start with the Halo specific stuff. We're getting the new TV show, so definitely. that I'm definitely curious about. That I'll that. have to wait until somebody puts up on YouTube so I can watch it. Right. It's going to be interesting to see how they kind of develop the story around it not being canonical or semi canonical. I guess as long as they don't go off the rails like they did with Reach, I'll probably be the the cartoon or anime. The fall of reach. Oh, so yes. That way. Yeah. I'll be okay. 
I mean, it seems like the production quality just from the trailer is pretty good. It seems like they've had seven years since they announced yeah. it to work on it. So, Canon, this this is a completely separate side. Like the three four three studios doesn't have anything to do with the TV show. It's it's completely well, all they're doing is consulting on story. <laughs> yeah, the, like the, the, the there's no impact to fixing the game with the TV show. There, there's none. Actually, actually, I think the only three four three employee involved with it is Nick uh, Kiki in in it. Well, I mean, you have some of the the I mean universe you know, like folks Jeff. as well. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, so Jeff, Frankie, Jeff, and Frankie, I'm sure, are involved too. But I yeah. mean, Kiki's the only one that's probably really regularly involved with it. Yeah, and some other execs, but yeah, yeah. The, the actual arm Nobody's of the studio that, the game. that develops the game and is fixing the game has nothing to do with the TV show. Nothing to do with the TV show. So I'm, I'm definitely curious of that. Um, obviously, a video game adaptation to movie or TV is something that's very we have very scarce good examples of it there's been a lot more that have been actually good recently which is hopeful um although free guy wasn't based on a video game specifically it's no. a lot of praise and it was very video game themed the witcher tv series i hear is very good so it seems like we're finally kind of cresting on those like good video game adaptations into tv and theater media so I'm hopeful. I mean, Ready Player One was a pretty good one. Yeah, that was a good one too. Haven't read the book, but the, the movie. I haven't read was the book and good. probably never will read the book, but the movie was good. <laughs> yeah, movie was good. So I'm hopeful on that. Although Overwatch got too much screen time over Halo. I it's been a while for me to really know what that Halo showed. Uh, let's see if I remember. Let's see Halo. I mean, Halo didn't show up that much. Shows I, up, I, I think Halo shows up like three times. And Overwatch is like six. Well, Overwatch was a lot more relevant yeah. at the time. Different. I mean, just different characters from Overwatch. Yeah. I mean, you could you could make that movie the same exact movie three years apart, and the video game references would be different every single time. Oh, yeah, they would be. Every single time. Easy. I'm just, I, I just love the fact that the in the opening of the movie, you see a Halo reference. And then you don't get one until the very end big battle, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty there's, much. I think there's one other one in the middle there, like with the Warthog or a Ghost or something like that. But other than that, there's there's probably a Warthog in the race, actually. Um, probably in I don't the, remember if there is one. Mixed, I mean, I'd be surprised if it wasn't in there mixed in with the, man, the DeLorean and everything else that's in there. Well, most of the cars in there were the Sixers cars, so they were all the same. True. So Random facts. Yeah, there's that. Looking forward to the construction of my house getting done. Yeah, well, that's self-inflicted. Yes, it is. But it'd still be nice to be done. Yeah. So for those on the stream, and I guess for those listening, I am currently in a cage of plastic. I have plastic Dust got hung- put in a box. <laughs> have to sep- keep the dust separated. Um. They're cutting some of the ceiling down here because they're running gas lines from uh, where it's coming into the house up to the kitchen as I'm getting a new gas range in the kitchen, which will be really nice. So looking forward for that being done this year. And if you guys want to go head over to our Discord, you can see me in a box too. 
<laughs> well, inside Halo Infinite, but right, right. Let me out! Let me out! Uh, I am looking forward to going to Seattle for the HCS finals in October. Actually, going in and seeing some Halo friends in person for a change will be nice. Hopefully, COVID doesn't have any other plans around that time. Yeah, we'll see. There's so many crazy stories. Like, just the the whole variety of stories coming out of, like, oh, Omicron might be the last big COVID variant, and pandemic might be endemic, and... Nope. There's new variant now. Well, it's like no one really I knows. Can, I can see COVID Plus, becoming but, endemic, but it's still going to be a problem for a while. Oh, sure. I mean, today, three cities right around me announced mandatory mask orders again. We have mandatory masks here. Yeah. Yep. Well, we've, we haven't had, I mean, for, we haven't had any cities that have mandated masks around me for, Eight months. Hmm. Because numbers had dropped to the point where they felt that it was safe. No, I guess it would probably hasn't been that long. Probably since, you know, it really actually started warming up. So it's maybe six months. Yeah, we were. But yeah, it's, it's, it, it's the, you know, we're slowly locking down again. But I mean, the vaccine is doing its job. It's preventing more deaths, so not as many people are dying. Granted, a lot there's a lot more hospitalizations right now, but it's. Um, well, I've heard. Th- thankfully, the the effects of of it are not as severe. It, it is definitely spreading a lot more now, but at least it's not as severe. So, thanks well, for the resub. Our one of our local stations talks with um, a doctor. I think he's in New York. Mm-hmm. And he said he's currently treating 25 COVID cases. All 25 of those cases are people that are not in the hospital. And they are dealing with strong flu type situations. Symptoms. As far as discomfort and threat, that's the point that they're at. You know, they're being treated and they're improving and they've all had the vaccine. So, yes, you can still get COVID if you've been oh, yeah. vaccinated. I mean, I got COVID. But the, dif- <laughs> the difference is being home in your bed feeling like crap or being in the ICU with a tube stuffed down your throat feeling like crap. Well, and, and the potential of further health issues. Yeah. I mean, that- either way, uh, yes, it's bad it's not going to go away anytime soon i i am looking forward to not being concerned with going to another public place like being able to go to a concert and wonder if i'm going to have to quarantine for 14 days <laughs> yeah con- con- yeah concerts and cruises all that is uh kind of well i really don't want to do a cruise anyway but i didn't want to do them before covid <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, 5,000 people stuck in a sarcadine can, just not my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. I don't like anything. crowds. I'm looking forward to being able to finish at least one of my projects to where I can e- either start driving my truck or getting rid of my motorcycle so I can buy something else. 
Okay. I am looking forward to the Halo TV show. I am looking forward to the updates that will be coming to Infinite throughout the year. Yes. And I'm looking for a looking forward to hopefully not having a stressful personal life for this year. Okay. Oh, that kind of reminds me of a few other things. I'm hoping to get to my goal weight of under 270. I'm working, I'm working on it um, with the trainer that we have. Also, at some point, I don't know if Virgil is in the cards for this year, but I still would like to have to work on Virgil. There's a whole bunch of things in, that I need to work on before I actually get back to coding Virgil, but that is something I would like to do still. You can get Virgil in uh, the Pottacular one so we could battle. I, I need to start coding Virgil. I only have a shell. Like, <laughs> there's nothing really there for Virgil right now. It's just a shell, and then I'm working on... My, my first step is getting the React and Express JS libraries to serve web calls and web pages so that it can be yeah. configured. That's my first step, and then to code in the core functionality from my virtual bot version of Halo Hub, and it, that's not really something I can add to other Discord servers because that's hard coded to a specific server. Uh. It, it wouldn't. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to add more code in there for it to actually handle separate servers, and that code just doesn't exist right now. But it would be reusing some of that code and and modifying it to where it could be used in multiple servers. So. That is something I would like to still work on. I still have aspirations to do that. Uh, there's something else I, I had thought of, but now I'm drawing the blank on what it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like I said at the beginning of the podcast, it's been a slug of a week. I am tired and exhausted. If people can't tell that from the recording and from the live stream. It's, it's been a heck of a week. But we actually had quite a few people in the chat tonight and quite a bit of engagement so <laughs> yes we have reached over 100 messages in chat tonight thank you very much which i mean there's some podcast nights where it's dead so thank you all for participating in our discussion and helping contribute to our our rant of infinite store problems <laughs> well i mean it's kind of something we probably should have talked about talked about a long time ago it just hadn't come up yet yeah and this is only our third podcast, I think, since Infinite came out. Yep. Something like that. Maybe 100% MCC? Lazo achievements? Maybe? Yeah, not me. I, I might mean, get all the rest of them, but I'm still... I will I will keep my checkpoints for you if you want to use my Lazo checkpoints to get the achievements. I, I, just, I, I just... I only need one, the end one. <laughs> The which one? The last checkpoint. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, where you completed? Yeah, my my goal is to play all the all the campaign playlists through, and and have the um have all those last checkpoints for those playlists. So if anyone else needs that, I can also help with that. I mean, there's other people out there that have those anyways. I'm sure if you, you could find people on the Halo completions Discord that would more than well. I I know if I get them, it's not going to be the legit way. Yeah. I'm going to do at least one legit, and then based on how I'll that do goes, Halo Infinite. I'll do Halo Infinite. It's not, legit. That's, that's not part of MCC. 
<laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not confirming or den- denying the tank gun. Oh, I will heavily be using every single. I'm going to use the tank gun. I'm going to use the pelican glitch. I'm going to do the invulnerable glitch through the barrier to skip over more than half of the game. I don't know. If I we'll- will say that I do actually plan on doing an actual full run of Lazo in okay. Infinite. Okay. And not cheat it like some other people. When it comes to a speed run, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But I do want to actually complete the campaign. I, I would I would really like to be able to say I completed it on Lasso and I played the whole campaign. Put the tank gun. But yes, tank gun. <laughs> and the maybe a rocket launcher too. <laughs> I mean, or yeah. Three. <laughs> right. Hey, I wonder if the bandana skull works on turrets. Ooh, I need to test it. I mean, that. turrets are, well, oh, you mean the actual, actual turrets, not the tank Yeah, gun. you break off a turret, do you get infinite ammo? It's a good question. Like I said, I need to find out if that works on turrets. Exactly, MH. I am going to cut half the game out on my run. Because I can. We have the technology. Although I can't. I, I, I find it sh- just sheer amazing that they found out how to cut half the game out in, what, the third week the game was out? Second the, week the game was out? The speedrunners find every nook and cranny. Every nook and cranny. But to find a skip that freaking big? Yeah. I mean, it's insane, but yeah. I mean, the stuff that Mint Blitz, Mint Blitz does is just crazy. Mint Blitz, Monopoly, um, Joker, Eli, when he was doing it. Yeah. Which, I don't think he'd mind if I say this, but he got married this past weekend. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. Well, congratulations. Yep. Naked Eli's married now. now um, he has to walk around with clothes on. He's married. <laughs> right. So, yeah. That's going to be it for the podcast tonight. No special ending other than I'll shout out since they're here. Uh, Pins, Prestige, and Confal for being our loyal patrons. Uh, also for being subscribers over on Twitch. Thank you all for the support. We got a few other s- subscribers over here. Um, if you don't have a subscription, ask Pins for one. He'll more than likely give you one. Um, just for the sake of the bingo card, because this is a completely off-the-wall podcast. Uh, Halsey's Journal, um, I Love Bees, Hunt the Truth, no, we do not have MySpace. What what else am I... I have not finished the book. I'm sorry. I'm 76% through my latest Halo book. I will most likely finish on Monday since Monday is a government holiday. We did start the podcast late. I, I don't know if that got anyone a bingo in, in their, their tracking of, of bingo. Oh, I'm a long ways away. <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, I don't have any possible bingo. Uh, I have one, here. but it's not going to happen. So, <laughs> uh, you want to praise an Xbox app? Apparently, that's one of them. No, not tonight. No, I don't want to praise tonight. one. That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, you don't like the HBO app or the Amazon Prime Video app or the Netflix app. Actually, the Prime app I like. I don't have HBO, so I can't tell you there. There you go. I'm going to count that as Godzilla praises an Xbox app. <laughs> Likes the Netflix one. 
Well, no, that's the Xbox app, not a Xbox app. No, it app. says Godzilla praises an Xbox app. It doesn't say the Xbox app. Pans, you screwed that one up. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just topic cover. We talked about the end of our uh, uh, fin- uh, finals happening in October. <laughs> Fine. I will fix it. <laughs> He will fix it. Uh, Prestige is back into streaming. He says cool. he's rebranded. Aaron, that's right. Uh, and uh, technically, in three minutes, will be the minute I was born, thirty-three years ago. Damn! I wish I was thirty-three again. <laughs> My freaking knees didn't hurt that much. Anyway. Anyways. Thanks Happy birthday, t- Dust! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gonna get some uh, steak and seafood tomorrow to celebrate. Nice. My wife got me a uh, fruit arrangement, so we'll be enjoying that throughout the weekend. I have a gift from her. I have not had a chance to open it today because today has been just so crazy. So I'll open it tomorrow. I, I would probably open that before you go to bed. No, I've already talked to her about it. I'm, we're going to open it tomorrow. Tomorrow's kind. Of, I took tomorrow off for my birthday, so tomorrow's kind of my yes, birthday Pins, I'm celebration happy. day. <laughs> so tomorrow is is kind of shoehorned my birthday for the most part. So everybody, light up dust Twitter if you so choose. You don't have to, but no, yeah, you I, must light oh, up Twitter. And another thing, we have a new bingo card, but for game nights. Yay! A lot of them are pretty similar to the bingo card that we have for the podcast streams, but there are a few differences. Just then there are some things that we happen on game night that don't happen during the podcast and vice versa. Not sure where this exact set, this one came from, but there's one in there about Chiron TL34 spoken in glowing terms. I guess that's just because I love Chiron TL34. I guess. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. Game file share is praised. Sure, I, I don't know about praised. I'm not sure if it's ever going to get praised. Yeah. Well, at least not for Halo 5. And I asked about this one. I don't, I don't know how this one... Someone in Twitch chat is flooded by game invites. I don't know how we're going to confirm if someone's flooded with game invites. Not sure how that one works. Oh, I, I, I'm usually... It's usually pretty easy to tell. Because <laughs> that'll be the one that lags out. <laughs> <laughs> Which I need to finish that this weekend. Finish what this weekend? I have something special for that. Ah, oh, check us out Fridays, Fragon Friday GT hosts. We'll have a pull up in Discord, Pottacular.com slash Discord. I was assuming we're just doing the normal three again. Uh, sure, why not? Cool. So that's going to happen Fridays, achieving Halo on Sundays. Uh, Fragon Fridays at eight thirty p.m. Friday time. Uh, I will not be there tomorrow because birthday celebration. And Achieving Halo. Fine. <laughs> I might hop in on the tail end, depending on how late we get back from dinner. And then we have Achieving Halo. Sundays between 9.30 and 10 is our start time. Sometimes I hop on early. And since the 360 games are not there anymore, we'll probably be hopping on the mix of MCC for those achievements and Halo Infinite because I have gotten next to nil on actual multiplayer Halo Infinite achievements and I also have the Infinite Campaign Laser video as well. We'll probably mix it with those. 
in there somewhere. Uh, check our socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Discord. Um, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Any final thoughts, GT? Everybody have a wonderful weekend, and I hope to see you on Friday night for Fraggin' Fridays. Good night, everybody. Night. Keep on fragging the trucks. Yeah.